Hey guys, Dr. Sarah here. This is going to be a little bit of a different episode this week. Uh, in this episode, it's going to be just me, and I'm going to be giving you updates from another mom mess on Lily's adventures in homeschooling and the first few things we've done as we've prepared her to get unschooled and get into the homeschooling life. So I hope you enjoy this episode, and uh, stay tuned at the end for some uh, commercials bleh, from the, our Hello Sweetie podcast network affiliates. That is totally irresponsible parenting. Not according to the internet. Where on the internet? Dax, it's time for your bath. But I miss my show. Don't argue with me, young man. Just do it. This is our dad. I'm the professor. Yeah, he made us in his laboratory by accident. Don't worry, professor. I was an accident, too. You're my children, and I love you, but you're all terrible. guys, welcome to another episode of Another Mom Mess Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Sarah Hanisco. Um, for those of you who are new to the podcast or to the blog, uh, I am a single working mom. I have a PhD in conflict analysis and resolution. I currently work at Wayfair as an instructional designer. Um, basically, I create a lot of the training that our sales and service agents take um, throughout their careers at Wayfair. It's a great job. It's a great company to work for. I really love it there. Um, but like I said, I'm a single mom. I'm a massive geek mom. Um, you can also find me on Geek Parenting Podcast. I have uh, hosted that. I have um, written for that as well. I'm actually one of the creators of Geek Parenting Podcast, so check them out as well. But uh, today we're just going to give you just another brief update about what's been going on in the life of me, a single working mom who is just coming off of the end of a really gross cold that kept me home for three days um, with a kiddo who has ADHD and also something called DMDD, which is Disruptive Mood Dysregulation Disorder. Um, DMDD is a fairly new diagnosis in the world of mental health for kids. Um, basically, it was taking, um, taking kids who were being diagnosed as bipolar who really didn't meet that criteria and coming up with this kind of new diagnosis. Um, DMDD is really about big emotions that kids have a hard time controlling. Um, after a lot of the reading we've been doing, we really do think a lot of um, ADHD and DMDD is related to executive functioning disorders. And you can check more about that out. Um, there's a doctor named Dr. Berkeley. I'll share his information up on a blog post um, one of these days. Um, but we've been really studying him over the last few weeks in particular. So I think the last time I spoke to everybody, we were getting ready to take Lily to a place called Brain Balance. We checked that out. I actually really do love the, the concepts and the theories behind it. Um, and we're actually going to be, we actually were able to find a lot of videos and exercises that they do on YouTube. Um, 
I decided not to enroll her in that because it was $10,000. Um, and as a single working mom, I just don't have that money, um, especially with all of my school loan debt. So grandma and I have worked to find videos, um, occupational therapy videos on what they do there, which is um, basically integrating primal reflexes like the moral reflex, which is the startle reflex, or um, uh, well, so my brain's not working. I'm still on cold medicine. Um, the sucking re reflex, or you know, the you know where babies turn their head to suck. Um, a lot of those sometimes kids haven't fully integrated them, and so it can affect behavior. Um, so we looked into that. Um, we had a really good five days at school. Um, we upped her medication from one um, uh, methylphenidate, which is it's ADHD medication, to two a day. Um, she takes one in the morning and then she takes one around 11 a.m. So about five hours apart is we found is the kind of sweet spot. Um, and then we also weaned her off of the anti-anxiety medication. Um, we found she had five really, really good days. And then last week, Thursday and Friday, she had two really bad days followed by another bad day on Monday. And we're talking super bad. We're talking bad enough that she, she was in the corner of the classroom, just an absolute sobbing um, mess, unable, we were unable to console her. We were unable to get her to really come out of the classroom. Um, she was just, it was so intense. Um, so after Monday, Grandma and I had been talking about the possibility of homeschooling for a while. And so Monday night, we just made the decision that that is what we we're going to do. Um, so we've had her out this week. She's been at home with us. I've been home because I've been sick. And so for the last few days, we've been really digging into unschooling, homeschooling, um, and, and what we're going to use to teach her, the curriculum we're going to use. Um, we found a great uh, website that actually lists the core curriculum for each grade level. So we're going to teach to that in a sense, but we're also going to be including a lot of unschooling concepts, which unschooling is not that they're not going to school, but it's the concept that they learn through everyday interactions. They learn through play. They learn through going places and doing things. And and they have to guide themselves in many ways. It's very based on Charlotte Mason as well. Um, they learn based on what their interests are. So we came up with a very simple curriculum that goes throughout the day. We have about half hour blocks of, of learning sections. We are going to kind of allow Lily to guide her own learning so she can pick from those sections what she wants to work on first and second and third. Um, that way she's guiding her own learning, but she's still learning what we need her to learn in order to be a successful human being in the world today. We're focusing very heavily on science and math um, because she is very interested in in science. She keeps saying she wants to be an astrophysicist. Um, so that's pretty cool. It's at the age of six and a half years old that she, she wants to say that. It's because I made her watch Cosmos with me. <laughs> uh, so she was actually, when we told her we were going to do that, she was so relieved. She actually was like, oh, thank you so much, is what she actually said to grandma and I as we were sitting at the kitchen table with her. So we could already tell that her stress level from having to go to school and have to deal with um, kind of these big emotions at school um, it was a relief to her. Now, 
how are we going to socialize her and make sure she's playing with other kids? We, she has cousins that she's going to go play with weekly. Um, we are going to get her into dance. She's expressed an interest in dance. She's also um, been involved in Girl Scouts. And we're also thinking about doing 4-H. Now, she's a little young for the traditional 4-H, which is 3rd grade to 12th grade. But we did find out that they have monthly activities for younger kids. I believe it's $20 for the entire year, and you can just participate in each of these monthly activities. So we're going to get her involved in that. Now, Grandma is taking three days a week of teaching her, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. My focus will be on Saturday and Sunday. And my focus on those days is going to be really getting out of the house and doing a lot of physical activity with her. Not only physical activity, but mental activity. So for this weekend, um, it is February 21st, I think. 20th or 21st. I've lost all track of time being sick. It's the 22nd. So tomorrow, um, today and tomorrow in Salt Lake City is an event called Wizarding Days. Uh, it's a nonprofit event put on um, by a great group of women that I know that focuses on literacy, um, really through Harry Potter and magic. So we're going to take Lily to that. We've gone a couple of times before. It's a really fun event. Um, they have things like different wild animals you can look at. There's a group called Creature Connections um, run by Carrie Drage, who I know. Um, snakes and lizards and all sorts of different animals that the kids can hold. Um, I've held my first hissing cockroach because of them. That was really an interesting thing of me coming over my fear of cockroaches. Gross. Uh, Lily's had held spiders, snakes, lizards. Um, so she really loves that. But they also do a lot of STEM activities focused on making it look like it's magic. So it, it's like you're doing uh, potions classes at, at Hogwarts and things like that. So it's really f a fun way to kind of um, get kids interested in science and literacy through Harry Potter and the wizarding world and things like that. Um, also coming up is uh, she's going to be traveling with her grandma and grandpa to Texas to drop her off at her dad's for a little while for a visit. Um, so they're going to be doing some things down there. They have a boat and there's a, a lake right there that they can go um, do some fun stuff with. I'll have him do some lake science with her or something like that while they're there learning about the ecology of a lake system. So she's constantly learning in this in this concept of unschooling, which I, I think that's important. I'm a lifelong learner. I love to learn things, new things every day. I'm always on Google looking things up um, just because I love to learn. So I think this is going to be a concept that really works for her um, and works well for her. Um, we are, of, of course, still concerned about these behavioral issues. What's really interesting, though, is that at home, we're able to really put a stop in the tantrums and the outbursts before they really get started because we know her triggers. And I think what happens in a traditional classroom these days, they have 24 other kids in that classroom with one teacher. You've got three or four kids with ADHD or perhaps some other issues, and it just gets unmanageable. So I completely understand how Lily's extreme emotions would be completely unmanageable in a classroom. Um, and I think this has been coming for a long time. Um, it's going to be hard. I'm not going to lie. This is going to be a very difficult kind of journey, especially over the first few months um, of us getting used to it. Um, but this way we'll be able to really school her year round. Um, we've been able to find some assessments. We're going to be using ABC Mouse, education.com, Teachers Pay Teachers. And then again, we're going to be teaching to those core standards that are set out. Um, and I'll, I'll post up the link to the website that has all of that information as well. 
Um, and maybe I'll even share some of the schedules and things that we've come up with to kind of design what we're going to do. This first week have, has been kind of piecemeal. Um, we've got our schedule up. We're going to actually sit down every Sunday night and kind of plan out a curriculum for the week. Um, for instance, this week, Lily really wanted to learn about pandas in China. So what we did is we actually downloaded the China um, skins from Minecraft and it's Chinese mythology so we downloaded those and then we've started looking at the stories of each character um, that she's played with so we've been looking at like I think the Monkey King was one there was one called the Pale Bone Demon so we've look, been looking at each of those stories of Chinese mythology and then she also wanted to learn about panda bears so we hopped on to uh, National Geographic Kids and found some videos on panda bears um, she's done some coloring she's done some reading She's done some vocabulary based around panda bears. Um, so it's a really fun way to kind of teach to the kids' interests as well. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. It's been a long few weeks since I last recorded an episode of Another Mom Mess. Um, that's kind of our update for now. Um, definitely stay tuned, not only to the podcast, but to the blog, anothermommess.com. I'm going to be posting a lot up there. Um, especially now that we're doing the homeschooling, unschooling thing with Lily, um, because I want to make sure that we're a resource for other parents who have also been struggling with this and are trying new things and different things. Um, I'm going to post up some different things that we're going to do for our field trips, like wizarding days. Um, it's not just us going and having fun. It's, it's actually making sure Lily is learning something. And so we'll have little journals, um, that she'll have to fill out based on things she's seen and things she learned at Wizarding Days and other events like that. So I think it'll be a lot of fun, um, not only for her, but also for me as well, because I love to do these kind of things. Um, so again, stay tuned to anothermommess.com, or the blogs. Um, you can find Another Mom Mess, the podcast, pretty much every platform right now. I think we're on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, you know we're on a ton of um, a ton of places you can listen to us now, which is really awesome. And I'll list those up on the website as well here, as soon as I get a, a few minutes to uh, to update the website. You can follow us on another underscore mom underscore mess at Instagram and another mom mess on Facebook. I do have a Twitter. It's at Sarah Geek Mom, but I don't update it very often. I'm much uh, much more active on Instagram and Facebook than I am on Twitter. But again, you can follow us all those places there. We also just started a YouTube channel. The first video was actually me showing you how to curl my very, very short undercut hair with curl formers. <laughs> just because a couple of people had asked on Instagram how I did it. So you can go to uh, YouTube.com and just look for another mom mess. We only have one video up right now, but that will grow. And of course, if you have any questions, go ahead and feel free to reach out to me at Sarah at another You can also just... Uh, enter any comments on the blog um, or on Instagram. You can DM me or hit me up on any of the posts there. So I hope everyone has a fantastic day. Um, you know, keep us updated. This is a journey. Parenting is not easy and it is definitely messy. Everyone have a great day. Hey everyone. Welcome to another episode of Another Mom Mess. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Hanisco, um, and I am going to uh, talk to you a little bit about our homeschooling week. Our first week of homeschooling, well, first few days of homeschooling. <laughs> it's been pretty fun, actually. So, 
my career, I'm actually an instructional designer. I put together curriculums and classes and create courses for um, adult learners at Wayfair. Um, but it's very fun for me to also be able to do this for my own daughter as she progresses through her own education. Um, so this Sunday, we've actually been piecemealing things together um, until this weekend. And so uh, actually, let me actually start with a review of Wizarding Days because we went and had our first, um, we had our first homeschool field trip. We went to a convention in Salt Lake City called Wizarding Days. Um, I highly recommend if you're local to go check this out. They're also doing another one um, this summer in Logan. Uh, so they kind of move between Logan and Salt Lake City uh, just to kind of spread it around the, the, the state. Um, like I said, it's kind of a STEAM, STEM, I like STEAM better, uh, science, technology, engineering, art, math convention. Focuses very heavily, heavily on literacy, um, on different things uh, in, in the creative arts as well as science. Um, but we had a lot of fun on Saturday. We went down, we got there right about the time they opened. And the first thing we always do is we always kind of wander around and look at all the vendor booths because that's just the way Lily and I are. We like to shop, as you know, most people do. So we wandered around and Lily was actually so excited. The day before, I asked her to draw me um, some pictures and write me a story of what she wanted to see at Wizarding Days. And she actually wrote down that she wanted to see Princess Bubblegum and some other characters from Adventure Time. And so as we're walking around, some of the first characters we encountered at a booth were, of course, Princess Bubblegum, Marsha Lee, and Fiona from Adventure Time. So needless to say, Lily was quite excited about that. Um, we then continued to walk around. We bought some wands. We bought some um, different little things. We met the mermaids. The mermaids of Salt Lake City are always out, and they're always fantastic with the kids. Um, and then we also decided to get Lily sorted into her Hogwarts house. So as you can imagine, I kind of had my ideas of what house she would be in and I was actually spot on. <laughs> my little Lily is a Slytherin. Now as a Gryffindor mom, that kind of is hard for me. <laughs> uh, but I'm actually hoping that she'll embrace it. Um, I actually got her a Slytherin rope that she's been wearing around the house. Um, so she's quite excited to be a Slytherin. Um, and then she also found out that her Patronus is an adder, so it was quite fitting. Um, we went and visited the Creature Encounters booth, of course, and we, of course, pet some snakes, held some small snakes, uh, checked out some lizards and some spiders and all of the great bugs they have there. Um, and then we also just walked around some more. Um, Lily hung out at the Salt Lake Gaming Con booth for a little while and played Minecraft. Uh, Minecraft. That's all we play is Minecraft. We played Mario Kart with a bunch of other kids. Uh, and she was she actually did really good. She didn't win first place, but she was quite happy to place where she placed in, in each of the races. Um, so that's kind of Wizarding Days in a nutshell. Like I said, it's, it's a really fun event. If you're local, I highly recommend you check it out. Uh, but let's get on to the homeschooling. So on Sunday morning, I actually sat down at my computer um, while Lily was... I don't know if she was upstairs or if she was playing Minecraft as she does on Sunday mornings. Um, but I decided I wanted to put together the curriculum for the week. So I looked at our schedule and I will post the schedule up as well um, on the website so you can see what we kind of do. So based on what the schedule was, I kind of went through a couple of different websites. 
Uh, Teachers Pay Teachers had some great uh, unit studies on stingrays, which is the animal she wanted to learn about this week. Um, And then also she wanted to learn about ostriches, so we printed off some of that as well. So what we use, um, we, we kind of like double up on the things. So for instance, let's say she's doing a unit study on stingrays or ostriches. It's reading comprehension, and then it's also some science. So some life science. So basically what she's doing is she's reading these facts about animals. So she's getting the science, the biological, the life science piece, but she's also doing the reading and the reading comprehension at the same time. So she was quite excited to find out that ostriches can be nine feet tall and that they have really big eggs. That was, those were the facts that she told me yesterday about ostriches. So we use those reading passages doubled up. Um, so that you can kind of hit both science and reading at the same time. Comprehension its a good way to do that. Um, she's, we've been working on her 10, pla- 10 places a lot. She's doing great with the math. Um, we're going to start working on some telling time and some money this um, next few weeks. So we've got those printed off and ready for her to go this week. Um, and then, of course, if you've just got writing passages, we printed off some art um, some art tutorials so she can learn how to draw a few animals and so it's just step-by-step basic shapes of having to draw. I believe there was a penguin that I printed off and there was another one but I can't remember what it is. (laughs) Um, So I got a lot of my my worksheets and lesson plans off of um, education.com. So you can do, they have some free materials but if you upgrade to a pro which I believe is $80 a year Um, You get access to all of their curriculum, lesson plans, they have online assessments, they have online little quizzes and games for the games for the kids to play as well. Um, So I opted, I actually opted to do that quite a while ago um, when Lily first started first grade just to kind of supplement what she was learning. Um, So we we use that education.com. Teachers Pay Teachers is a great resource for homeschoolers as well. Um, These are usually worksheets or curriculums put together by teachers, um, and they sell them on this website. There are also free resources on Teachers Pay Teachers as well. Um, The Stingray unit that I bought was only $1.75, I believe, so it was pretty inexpensive. Most of the curriculums on there are are under $10, um, so it really just depends on what you're looking for. And then, of course, if if you're like me, um, you can put together your own curriculums just by piecing things together from the internet. National Geographic Kids is a great website. Um, Discovery Kids is a great website. There's tons of stuff out there. PBS.org has a ton of things um, that you can use to educate. Um, so it really just depends on what you're looking for and what, what you believe your child's needs are. Uh, we use a lot of Let's Go Luna, which is a show on PBS. Um, It's about basically these friends who travel around the world and learn about different cultures. So we use that a lot for our social studies. Um, For social studies this week, her print-offs are actually about the United States. So she's going to be learning some history, some social studies. And again, with that um, and those pieces, she'll also be doing some reading and reading comprehension. So there are are so many resources out there if you're thinking about homeschooling. It's almost overwhelming to see the information that's out there on homeschooling. Uh, So you can reach out to me if you have any questions about any of that. Um, And then also, I have our our family vacation planned out. Um, I actually, last year, at the beginning of this year, I can't remember, I had booked a 
um, transatlantic cruise, Disney cruise, that was going to go from Miami to Spain. I ended up canceling that cruise because of just time. Um, it was a two-week cruise. So we opted to go for a shorter four-day um, Disney cruise. We're going to go in September. We will be going out of um, Orlando, Port Canaveral, um, to the Bahamas and Castaway Key, which is um, Disney's private island in the Bahamas. And I actually, I've been thinking about this for for about a week now, is how do I take things that we love, Disney, and make them educational? Now, Disney by itself, there's, there's so much that Disney did um, in the 1940s and 50s and 60s that was pretty educational. Very... Um, well, I mean, I wrote a paper on it. <laughs> Defense of the American culture. Um, so it's very kind of idealized versions of American history, history writ large. But I was thinking of ways that I could use Disney parks um, to teach my daughter. Now, this is really easy more so at Disney World than it is at Disneyland. So since we're going to Orlando, um, I decided to book... Uh, rooms. In fact, I've got to finish paying for them this morning. We are going to be staying at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, Kadani Village, with a, with a uh, Savannah View room. So a Savannah View room is kind of this open area where you can actually sit out on your balcony and watch some of the Savannah animals. I believe they have giraffes and they have different birds. Um, I know they have a couple of different kinds of animals out there, antelopes. Um, the, you know, your traditional kind of Savannah animals that aren't lions <laughs> out there that you can watch every morning and every night. So we did that. Um, so we're going to use that as kind of a science cultural piece. I'm going to put together a curriculum over the next few months. So we're going to be staying at Disney World for two days. Um, I've decided we're probably going to go to Animal Kingdom, which is great because it's got all of the animals. We can learn about Africa and Asia and dinosaurs. And so we're going to be doing those pieces um, and I'm going to be coming up with some curriculum to do that. We may take a, a tour. They do tours that you can pay extra for. Um, and then we're also going to visit Epcot. And Epcot is pretty big and Epcot is kind of the big one where you can really use it for education because they have Future World which is um, of course talking about the future and technology. Um, so you've got uh, like Spaceship Earth talks about uh, the evolution of technology and communication. Um, really from the beginning of human history. So you can ride that and kind of talk about the commu communication transformation and technology transformation over the, over, you know, the past thousand years. Um, you've also got Mission, t uh, Mission Space, which is, of course, um, Disney's uh, high-thrill version of you training to go to Mars. Um, we probably will not ride that with Lily. If we do, we do the green side. There are two sides to that, a green and an orange. The orange is more intense. Um, I've only actually ridden the green one. Um, I may not be able to get her on that, but we can try. But we can use that. They've got um, exhibits after you exit the ride that you can check out about space. They, of course, have uh, Living with the Land. Or living with the Land. <laughs> I don't know why I call it that. The Land Pavilion, which you can learn about... Um, the earth they have some great little cartoons in there they have the living with the land ride which is a little boat ride through their greenhouses you can also take a, an additional i think an hour-long tour of the greenhouses as well 
Um, they have Soren. Um, they have a great little cartoon of Lion King about the Earth. You have Nemo and Friends, which is their aquarium, so you can learn about fish and aquatic sea life. And then you also have the Innovation Pavilions, um, where they talk about technology and math and science and all of those fun things, kind of wrapped up in two, um, an East and West Pavilion of, of uh, you know, science and technology and all those things for kids. And then you have my favorite, which is World Showcase. Uh, so if you've never been to Disney World, World Showcase is a set of pavilions around this lake representing different countries. So they have England, France, Morocco, Germany, Italy, Japan, China, Norway, Mexico, and I'm sure I'm forgetting some. You'll all correct me. Um, but these different pavilions have... Um, uh, international students usually come over for a year and uh, work at the pavilion so you can talk to them about their different cultures, their countries, their language. Um, so I have some some pretty fun ideas for Lily to interact with people to learn about where they're from, learn how to say hello if they speak a language other than English, maybe try some different foods and get her to get a little bit out of her comfort zone. And then they also have uh, what's called kid cot activities with, with these um, these international students where you can actually draw um, or color little puppets and, and talk to them and things like that. Um, so there's always ways to to bring in things that you love and really are have you know you have you have fun learning that's the important thing to remember when you're homeschooling is to have fun. Um, as I said we're also working on uh, social skills as well so we've got some meditation things um, we're working with her to help her calm down um, and really, like I said, it's just a process of discovering what you really want to do and teach your kid. Um, so that's all I have for today. Um, I know this is probably one of our briefer episodes, um, but I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, you can hit me up at sarah at anothermommess.com. You can also find me at another underscore mom underscore mess on Instagram. And we're also on Facebook, just facebook.com slash anothermommess. Um, Remember, parenting is messy. We're all getting it wrong. We're all messy. We're all imperfect. Okay? Have a great day, guys. Here's some money. Go see a Star Wars. Hey there! Are you queer or some variation of it? Well, I'm Chris, and this is my co-host, Adam. And welcome to Cinema Queens, where we talk about queer cinema. Each week, we watch beloved queer classics, discuss them, review them, and cover a whole cluster of topics from our favorite scenes, what they mean to us, how it relates to our current world, and the best part, the cherry on top of the sundae happens to be... Gay Rant! So prepare your air holes! And listen to us queens talk cinema. New episodes drop every Monday on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Bye bye